Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Bethy Hungerford, and you're listening to Friends with Recipes, the podcast featuring your favorite people and their favorite recipes. Today's episode brought us to East London, just up the road from Rash's Corner Shop, to the home of Anna Whitehouse, a.k.a. Mother Pucka. Anna is an amazing woman for many reasons, but she's probably best known for her Flex Appeal campaign, which champions flexible working. She's also an author and mother of two. Anna made us her favorite meal made entirely of ingredients from her friend Rash's Corner Shop, Her counter was covered in a random assortment of tins and packages, all sorts of things, but the end result was beautiful. Okay, here's Anna. Now, I feel I'm your friend who's going to let you down. Oh, no, (laughs) I doubt that. (laughs) Because, like, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's cool. It's Anna's corner shop five pound stew. Amazing. I mean, it, yeah. For me, I'm not one of those people that's on my food shop, so it always has to be things that are available down the road. Great. Um, So this is one of your go-to This is my, I just made it up. Uh, It's for when I've had had friends around, they've eaten it, and they haven't known it's taken five, it takes five. So it's Anna's Corner Shop, five pound, five minute stew. Amazing. Is that snappy or what? This is going to be the shortest podcast ever. (laughs) (laughs) There's no slow roasted pork belly. That's okay. So how did you come up with this? Uh, just out of necessity? Out of absolute panic. I had some friends coming around and I just like, and they're friends that don't judge me. You know, like, I think that's the thing. It's good. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a culinary maestro. Uh, so um, I just like things that you can scoop up and grab yeah. and kind of, so yeah. it's, it's that really. And I went down, down to the corner shop and um, Rash, who runs the corner shop, he's a really good friend of ours. Yeah. And I was like, uh, Rash, I need to pull something together. And he's like, well, you can never go wrong with a, with a roti. He's like, get oh, okay. some rotis and make something stewy. Like, um, so, so a roti, so peach. you've got a package of, it says five wholemeal chupatis. Chupatis. Well, maybe I've got the wrong ones. Well, no, it says <laughs> the authentic chupati or roti. Oh, it's a roti. It's the most popular bread originating from South Asia. And then it also says its light texture makes it the ideal accompaniment to all types of curries. Yeah, I mean we're not going curry today, but uh, but yeah. So it's so you always do it with a roti. This yeah. meal. Like a because I went to scoop it because one of my best friends is Indian and mm-hmm. I loved the concept, regardless of what you're eating, of sitting 
we sit around the floor with our whole family and it would just be grabbing, ripping, no forks, no spoons and talking and there was an energy to that yeah. table that I was like, that's what it's about. It's not always about the food. Yeah. It's about how you eat it. I don't want yeah. to sat there with a bit of foam on my plate, you know, going, yeah. uh, do I eat the pee this way? Yeah. Like, is that's, this the right fork? That's, yeah, is, this, is this the right fork? Get yeah. rid of the forks. Get yeah. The, get, the, uh, get the scoop. Get the scoop. <laughs> yeah. Get the, get the spade. Get the spade. Okay. So I kind of just literally went into Rash's Corner Shop. This, yeah. was a, this was a couple of years ago. And I just picked up loads of things that I thought would go well together. And when you put it all together, it looks pretty... So this is a really random assortment of... <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm so going to let you down. No, you're not letting me down at all. No, I, I honestly, I love, I love, love, love knowing this type of recipe because people don't share them. I've been trying mm. since I started my blog four years ago. I've been trying to get people to share exactly this with me. Okay. But everyone's so embarrassed, as you <laughs> seem to be. No. But for me, this is, I'm like, finally. I'm really excited about this because I can't, I can't cook like that where you just kind of throw everything in. And I went. So I'm super impressed when people can. You, I could have gone with a posher sun-dried tomato, but uh -huh. I didn't. I, went, I, I downplayed that. So. so this is under five pounds? Yeah. All of this. Okay, so just because I feel like this is a big part of do you need, do what you need we're doing. Let's just talk, let's just, why don't you talk me through it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you start really okay. with, you know, your chopped tomatoes. Does the tin have to be dented or is that optional? I just dropped that on the way in. But, okay, um, cool. But, you know, I mean, however you want your tin, tin to land. I actually, to be honest, this was my biggest issue because I couldn't find this this morning. And oh, I was no. like, the whole recipe rides <laughs> on the, the tin opener. So luckily we found the tin opener. Well um, so, yeah, you've got your cans. So you put your, you put your beans in. Do you put your beans in first? Oh, no. You, so do a little bit of garlic yep. in, in the pan. So can I just, I love that even the garlic looks like it was purchased from the corner store it's all from rash's corner shop uh, amazing yeah he's he's a good man he's, he's helped me man and to be honest you know like if anyone wants to go to rash's corner shop yeah uh he gets all of his fresh veg from the new spitalfields market oh nice which is down the road uh it opens at midnight and it's where all the big restaurateurs go and get all their fresh produce so it's not... And Rush goes there as and well. And Rush goes there as well. He pitches up. How close is this corner shop? Uh, it's two minutes down the road. Is he in today? He is, Can yeah. Can we maybe just go say hi later? Yeah, 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 we that could. Yeah, he's amazing. He tells me where he gets... Because this is um, from New Spitalfield Markets. The this is coriander. Avocados are a hundred times better than any you'd get yeah. in like Sainsbury's or Tesco's. Um, so really... Really, I'm going upmarket when I go to Rashes, yeah. but for, for a good price. Because uh, this is all under five pounds. Okay, five pounds. so we've so, got chopped tomatoes. Chopped tomatoes, you've got your butter beans, garlic, your puree, uh, a bit of tahini. See, this is what, the, where does the tahini come in? <laughs> <laughs> like, I've only ever used tahini to make um, hummus or like some sort of sauce situation Bethy, this is the thing i've taken influences okay. from various continents okay. no i love it i can't i honestly can't wait. i brought them together in, in harmony <laughs> so when you, when you've got all that in and you've got okay. your stew going yeah and this because i i make it a vegetarian stew because um my mates half of them are vegetarian vegan yeah. so i i just like it's make it vegetarian versatile. and so the sun-dried tomatoes are the kind of meaty bit of it basically okay. 
I am having a feeling like I've missed something out here, but I feel like it's going to work either way. Well, There's always one more thing that you can always add what you want to it, yeah. really. Um, Have you ever added meat to this or it's always no, vegetarian? It's, for me, it's always vegetarian. Um, and, but when I when I serve it up, you've got to have a good bowl on this. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to lie. Like you, yeah. you, your crockery needs to be quite swank to get away with this. And some nice garnish. And some nice garnish. Yeah, but I just feel garnish can fix most things, really. I agree. Well, that's kind of <laughs> you've made a name with your um, what do you call it when you when you the basically fake, the garn- fake bake off. Yes. Yeah. The great which is what you started doing. You started yeah. doing that like initially. That was your. Thing. You started that like straight away when you kind of launched your brand. You yeah. were doing the fake off. The Great British Fake Off. Yeah. How, yeah. how many years ago was that now? Three years ago. Three years ago. Okay. Yeah. Because somehow I started follow, following you when you had like a couple hundred followers. Yeah. I don't know how because or you, why. You did um, a parent fail for me where yeah, I did like, a parent fail campaign yeah. and you had one of your kids in the sink. Yep. That sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> And you're like just doing the washing up. Yeah. <laughs> that's that a better it. caption than I probably put on it. But that's, yeah. So, and, but you were doing that, the love toast, at, which everybody should Google. How do they find the love toast? Because that's my, one of my most favorite things you guys have done. So to the, those who don't, who, don't, who don't know what it is, Matt yeah. simply carved a piece of toast into a penis. I mean, it, it's not exactly groundbreaking content, <laughs> to be honest. But it, it was... <laughs> It's the delivery that's so good because you can't tell what he's doing. No, he's really like um, carving those bollocks out yeah. with precision. Yes. And he said the thing that was hard <laughs> with the love toast was he's like just taking a knife even to a toast phallus. Yes. <laughs> he says it's quite a nerve-wracking exchange. Yeah. Uh, okay, how did we get on so, phallus so toast? Actually, so the Great British Fake Off right. started... In a very similar vein to what I'm going to cook for you today, Great. was uh, I'm not on top of things. Like I'm not, and that's not an attempt to be. I hate, I hate the word that has been used at the moment. Authentic, real, yeah, like accessible. Yeah. None of that. I just don't have my shit together. Yeah, and so I'm one of those people that's like, okay, well, there's a birthday cake. Why don't we just bung some things on it? Yeah, and then the kid feels happy because it's like yeah. I put a bit of effort in. Yeah, I feel happy. And you've basically just garnished it. I've just garnished it. Yeah. So, and those videos are on your YouTube, is that? YouTube and Facebook, yeah. yeah. So you, you say, let's take this out of the oven, and you pull it out of the box, the box. and then you just pile stuff on it like until it looks it fun. gilding the lily. Yes. You know, like, it's yes. uh, embellishing. So that's what you do with this as well. You basically <clears throat> throw it all together and then gild the lily with some garnish in a pretty garnish. bowl. That could be parsley or carrot coriander. It's like a herb roulette. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> but both work. That's the yeah, thing. It's yeah. so, I think the word is versatile, this okay. stew. You know, like, and, and it can't go wrong. Great. And that is really where I sit with cooking. I would offer to help, but it looks like it's mostly just tin, It's going to take two opening. minutes. <laughs> so you get it out of the oven. Okay. I'm going to open all my tins. Okay. Um, so what do you what do you do during the week? Do you normally do something like this, or do you? Yeah, quite a lot. Yeah. Um, it's kind of stews, curries, but anything. To be honest, like Rash, Rash and I are <laughs> firm friends. Um, but we have such the thing that's so nice is that we go there after school with um, the kids, yeah. and they always get a little snack there. And I think that's what I really because I was away living away for ten years in Dubai and Amsterdam, and. 
you didn't get to know your neighbours as much. Like there yeah. wasn't like a sense of kind of community. And not in um, Amsterdam. No, not so much. Like because I didn't speak very good Dutch. I can speak Dutch, but yeah. not brilliantly. Because um, your mum is Dutch. Yeah, is that my right? Dutch. So I'm... did she grow up in? She grew up in um, Eindhoven. Yeah, in. Um, in Amsterdam, basically. Okay, so you learned some of the language from her. Yes, uh, I remember the swear words mainly, because <laughs> she used to just speak in English but swear in Dutch. Godverdomme! Ah. And I'd just be like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> which means I think like motherfucker. Yeah, um, I it's think. very on brand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think along with so I'd, I'd always know when she was angry, um, uh, basically. But so did you get by not? being fluent in Dutch when you were in Amsterdam. We, I learned when I was back in Amsterdam, but it took me a while. And the thing is, is when you, like, Amsterdam's quite sectioned off. Like, you're all in your little kind of, like, Dutch rabbit hutches, yeah. basically. And, you know, unfortunately, we became part of more of an expat community out there. Yeah. And it's then it's so it, easy to do. When and you're most of my family are Dutch, so I would see a lot of my family. So mm-hmm. it felt like I was integrating, but it was more that they were in Eindhoven. And so we came back here, and I think I thought London would be worse. I think I thought London yeah. would just be like head down. But we got to know uh, Derek from next door really well, our neighbour. And um, May and him, she was struggling with nursery and would oh, go around there every day and do. Um, do like Incy Wincy Spider. And it was very much like in like back in the day when you couldn't go to a 24-hour supermarket, I'd go around there and ask for an egg or yeah. some sugar. Like it was really old school kind yeah. of neighbours. Um, and he passed away. He passed away early this year. Yeah. So actually, no, early 2018, sorry. Um, yeah, and it's like he he introduced me to Rash. Aww. So he was the one that was saying, don't overlook the corner shops around yeah. here. He's like, this one's really good. And he told me about the fact he went and got all his produce from Spitalfields, old Sp- new Spitalfields market. Yeah. Um, and it was just that sense of everybody knowing everybody. Um, but I'll never forget, it was uh, Derek's um, carer, Debbie, who... Um, she, Derek had been trying to tell her about our campaign that we run, the Flex Appeal campaign. Yeah for flexible working and Debbie kind of leaned over the fence one summer and she goes, Derek's been telling me all about your sex appeal campaign. Oh no! And and I think it's a brilliant idea. She's like, why why not sleep with who you want to? Oh no! I didn't have the heart. She's like, what's wrong with wearing a mini skirt? And I was like, you're right, Debbie. Yeah, I'm like, Like, I mean- It's my nightgown, Debbie. It's (laughs) definitely a campaign in itself, sex appeal, but- uh, it was just so funny, and I was like, all those lost in translation. So for years, you know, even before he passed away, Derek thought I was pioneering a sex appeal campaign. He, he like, made, so he made the mistake, not Debbie. He made the mistake, told Debbie, and I tried to explain it, but you know when it's on, like, it's literally just not, falling on deaf ears. Yeah. It was like, oh, lovely dear, lovely dear, anyway. Oh, like, oh. well, God bless Derek that he still loved you. And, yeah, we're still And friends. was so supportive and lovely, even though he thought you were a sex worker. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with loving and supporting sex workers, of course. Yeah. But. Well, it wasn't just sex workers, it was just flinging it about a bit. I think yeah. that's what Debbie, she's like, go for it, sleep with who you want to. I was Aww. like, okay, yeah, different campaign, Debbie, different <laughs> campaign. <laughs> but, um, but there was that concept of talking over fences and 
So that's why I don't shop in big supermarkets. Yes. I go to the corner shop. And I make my food decisions around what Rash can provide. So you don't meal plan? No. No. And you don't ever do like a big food order online or anything like that? No. So like for Christmas? I I just go to my (laughs) (laughs) mother-in-law's. Fine. Um, yeah, I just I just get the hell out of here because it's not it's going to be a pretty no, dark dark Christmas. Oh, so does um, your husband cook at all? He does things like um, ceviche. So he's so, which is not actually cooked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you could argue that it's cooked in the in the acid. There is a cooking process, Bethy. Okay, there's a cooking element to it. There's a cooking element to it. Okay, preparation at least. So yeah, ceviche and tins, that's what you're going to get here. <laughs> but that's the other thing with ceviche, is that he would make a massive bowl of ceviche when we have friends around, mm-hmm. and you have it with crackers. And so again, it's that kind of like, just everyone getting all involved. In, all yeah. yeah. I mean, I know it's not a new concept. I think Jamie Oliver will be like, yeah, uh, kind of yeah. came up with that. <laughs> like, no, I know. I know, Jamie, well done. But we're just running with it. We're just with running it. with it. You're running welcome. With it. Um, and so yeah, everything we feed the kids and us has to have that element of you know it's not got to be eaten in a certain way so with mushy pea with peas we always mush them up so that evie eats more if she can scoop it up basically we're not until like my mum has a slight fit whenever we go to a restaurant oh (laughs) no no have some forks girls they're like no no we should use our spades um (laughs) i had a literal um little spade that I used to eat with and just recalling this now it was a little shovel no it was like a what's that called a hoe it was a miniature hoe like the shorter like half the length of my hand and I would use it to shove food onto my fork and then eat it wow that's quite a laborious process yeah I need to ask my mom about that why did and I was the only one who had one (laughs) <laughs> that's the only one with a hoe at the dinner table. That's another conversation. Sorry. That's part of the sex appeal campaign. Yeah, that's what Derek thought was going on over here. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was on. Okay, so you're cutting what might be a really hot pepper with your bare hands. Yeah, Just, why would you not do that? What um, would you use? A glove? A glove or you could hold it down with a fork and then cut this I, is this is why I'm terrified of just cooking with hot peppers. Just don't give anyone a hand job afterwards. <laughs> That's the rule. Or, your, or yourself. Or yourself. Don't flick the bean. <laughs> yeah. Give everyone a hand job. Then you're fine. That's the rule of thumb. Uh, and finger. And finger. <laughs> the rule of thumb and finger. <laughs> and whatever digit you use. Whatever you use. So, uh, yeah, just I'm just frying up a few of the, the main ingredients. Okay, great. Um, so you've got a little cast iron pot here. Yeah. No oil in there. You're just putting it directly in. Oh, yeah. We need the oil. Okay. <laughs> Put a bit of oil in, yeah. <laughs> and so you just, you know, you just burn that off. Yeah. I mean, just warm that up. That's beautiful. Okay, so the next ingredient, which we've got, are the beans. So there's one clove of garlic in here. Yeah, I've just got one clove of garlic because we're not yep. going to go too too strong. And I put my beans in. Okay, shall I be your stirrer? Yeah, if stirrer. you don't mind, that would be great. I'll yeah. prep. I'll prep my rotis. So this is a one. This is a one pot meal. Which is great. You won't look back. <laughs> then you take your... I don't de-oil these because I haven't put much oil in there. So yeah. then you pop those guys in there with the little garlic clove. We've got in. all of the um, 
dried tomatoes. Yeah. You haven't chopped them or anything. They've just gone no, straight they're in. They're just kind of like the kind of meaty element, basically. And I think there was a big clove of It's fine. It, it's, it's fine. Yeah, you can just chuck that there. in. That's fine. So then kind of just um, put, your, put your things in. Tomatoes. You just stir it around. Yeah. Um, this is literally going to be a five-minute meal. Yeah. Then I just put whatever stock I've got, really. I like any sort of stock. Put a bit of that in. So just a little scoop of... Yeah, a little scoop of tomato puree. I mean, you can go harder on the garlic and the chilli. Yeah. Uh, I personally don't, don't like it too much. And is this something your kids would eat? Kids love this. Yeah, they eat this. And um, what do you call it? Hey, kids, tonight we're having... <laughs> tonight we're having rash of stew. Oh, so this is, you call they it know, rashes too? They know rash, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. they know them really well. Um, and so, yeah, you just let that kind of simmer. And the thing with this is because uh, often, you know, that kind of witching hour mm -hmm. where you're just kind of, everyone's unhappy. Mm -hmm. uh, you can just shove it all in, yeah. in two minutes, leave it there and do all the things around. Uh, and all you need to do is put the rotis in and then you're done. And it's like... Yeah. You know, it's pretty basic. That's but perfect. That's like kind of, that's the best kind of weeknight meal. Yeah. Or a meal when you're having company, for that matter. Exactly. So then put a little bit of water so on the rotis. Your mum is Dutch. Did you grow up eating Dutch food? <laughs> Dutch food is um, basically sort of like a fried um, bitter ballon. They're like fried oh, meat. Wait, what is bitter ballon? It's they're kind of like rice balls. Is that what they are? What are what are they? They're fried. Um, Croquettes, yes, little croquettes, and you can get them in dispensers like you know McDonald's would have. Yeah, that that's the cornerstone of Dutch cuisine. Okay, did you <laughs> so maybe this explains this? <laughs> but, so did your oh. mum? Is that something that people make at um, home, or is that something you just buy? You you can make it, but generally, like so, the Dutch would have frites, kind of bitter ballen. They would have a Dutch hot pot. Which what is, is kind of, what is that? It's sort of similar to that, but with more meat, basically. Okay. Um, so it's not that. That's maybe it, maybe I could pass it off as a Dutch hot pot, but it's got a few more Turkish, R Asian, Dutch, <laughs> Dutch hot pot. <laughs> yeah, rashes. Five pound, five five minutes Dutch hot pot. Garnished Dutch hot pot. Influences from across the globe. <laughs> International hot pot. International hot pot. So we're actually really close. So the as you as you can tell with this dish, a little bit the, a little bit of garnish goes a long way. Okay. So so now the the avocado <laughs> is a is a surprise. It's it's a really fun surprise for this meal. Well, it's you know, like pull it in at the last. And I need to, I need my good bowls because this meal doesn't work without a nice bowl. Ooh, those those pretty bowls. Yeah, you've got to have a pretty bowl, otherwise. Um, I think that's probably the focus of this recipe. Pretty bowls. <laughs> nice bowl. Nice, nice bowls. Um, so this doesn't go in the stew, it's a garnish. It's a garnish, the avocado. yeah. Okay. It kind of goes on top. You need a bit of, a, I don't know if this is a technical term, you need green contrast, I feel, yeah. for the red soup. So what did you just put in there? Uh, I just put a little bit of stock in, like a little bit of whatever I have. I think it's chicken stock. Okay. <laughs> just, you know, to give it a bit so of... So like half a... Half a cube. Half a cube, yeah. Yeah, half a cube. So now I dropped the avocado, so half of it's going to be squashed. Okay. <laughs> um, we'll have to work with what we've got. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So, okay, so at home, your mom would make, when you were a kid, like some sort of hot pot. My mum... no. My mum is an amazing cook, Is she? Yeah, what is So what's her signature meal? Or what's one of her signature meals? My mum is basically... She's kind of like Delia Smith in Tour Form. Yeah. You know, like, she's calm in the kitchen. Uh-huh. She's got uh, Mrs. Beaton's um, old-school English cookbook at the ready... I mean, she does everything. Like, she just loves cooking. So she, um, she's brilliant. You know, like, I mean, she literally can do anything. Uh, I'm just trying to think what she what she does really well. Delia. So I only recently found out who Delia Smith is, what? which was extremely embarrassing. Because, um, yeah. And, you don't know who Delia Smith is. <laughs> I know it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to shame no, you. No, no, I, I deserve all the shame. Uh, all the shame. All of it. I now know who she is, but I um, I didn't initially know who she was. So, But she does pretty traditional British food. She is the grand dame yes. of English cooking. Okay. So is that Get out of my kitchen. I'm sorry. I don't even know how to cook. She's, <laughs> she's part of me. She's part of all of us. As much a part of you as Rash. No, 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 no. I mean, he he needs his own cookbook. Yeah. I mean, if anyone needs a cookbook, it's Rash. Um, Now, you'd be interested at this stage. We've got, I think, our fourth continent coming in. Okay. Wow. This is the tahini tahini, jar you've... Do you know how to un... kind of... Block brute strength, I guess. Is that how you do it? I mean, maybe put it in the microwave. So the... I'm just going to put it in. The tahini... Has separate the oil has separated in the tahini. It's like yeah, like a jar of peanut butter, yeah, natural peanut butter, and it's completely separated. Yeah, I mean, we'll just I've just put a little bit in just for the, the yeah. taste. I so mean, you you just put a tiny little kind of blob in. Yeah, it'll just change the color of it a little bit. Um, it'll just make it creamier. creamier yeah, yeah. which see. is nice. So this is vegan. It, is it without the chicken stock? Yeah. <laughs> 
look, this can be, this is the magic carpet ride of, yeah. of cuisine. It, it can really be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Um, and if you want to go off piste, you can add obviously different beans. Well, like th- you could have a three beat. You could have a five pound, five minute, three bean stew. You could probably do a five pound, five minute, five bean stew. A five bean? Are there five beans? What are they? Go. Um, garbanzo beans, black beans, pinto beans, baked beans, um, refried beans. No, because I think re- <laughs> no. Refried beans. Or pinto black, beans. A pinto beans. Uh, cannellini. Cannellini. Yeah. Um, uh, chickpeas. Ch- a chickpeas a beet? Garbanzo is a chickpea. A what? Garbanzo. Garbanzo. Do you guys not say that here? No, we don't. I don't know if they say it in America either, to what be honest. Gar- yeah, a garbanzo bean is a chickpea. But is that a bean? Oh, it's, it's a pea. Oh, gosh. Like, okay, so now we need to start over. Because I, 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 I don't think that comes in the bean family. Well, I don't think this idea for the five bean stew is a great one, so maybe we can... <laughs> wow, shit on my idea. <laughs> oh, no. It was my idea. Now you're trying to steal my ideas. Three, three beans. Three, we'll bean. three beans. Okay, so what so would you do for your three beans? I'd go kidney. 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 Bean. We mm-hmm. missed kidney. Oh. We? Yeah, that's quite I nice said one. red bean. Is a red bean a kidney bean? You didn't say red bean. You said black bean. Oh, okay. No, sorry. I don't <laughs> okay. You can go, I think you go kidney bean, cannellini bean, mm-hmm. and butter bean. Delicious. I think that's what you could do. If you wanted to amp this up a notch. Not, a yeah. bit, not that it needs it. <laughs> now, I'm going to put some chili flakes in. Oh, wow. And your, will your kids eat... This with chili in it. A little bit, like yeah. this is um, quite mild sort of chili. They like a little bit of. You can add a, you know, you can add a bit more depending on the palate of of your lucky guests, yes. um, basically. So this this is going to cook up for a bit. Put that there. Um, so you get your, you've got your nice bowls ready. Yeah. And then you're re- basically ready to go. That's it. I then would tidy up my, my kitchen a bit whilst that's all going. Got my rotis in the oven. Oh, so tell me what you did with the rotis. Uh, I you just were, put you were some watering water- them. I watered the rotis. <laughs> Is that something that Rash recommended? It's or? just something the packet recommends. Oh, okay. okay. It just, I just went with that. I think, I think that's parsley. It should be coriander, but... It looks like coriander. Uh, oh, it it's does coriander. Look- I think it's coriander. Coriander. No, no, Ooh. no, that's parsley. It smells oh, like coriander. Yeah, I was going to say, it smells... Sounds like coriander. That's great, because that's what I wanted. Um, but again, you know, it's herb roulette. You never really know. And you're pretty much done. Amazing. You can then pour yourself a glass of wine. Uh-huh. You don't have to stress out about what you're going to feed people, because you've got a massive bowl of stuff, basically. Yeah. They can add more spice to it if they want at the table. You just lay it all out on the table. You get your rotis out, and everyone just kind of... Digs in. Digs in. And I've served that up to some friends who noticed I've served it up like really quickly you know like when you wear a dress to a wedding three times yeah and you think you've worn it to three different weddings but there was one person at the same wedding each time okay like, not the same bride but no 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 not guest. the same bride <laughs> that would be an amazing uh, friend I'm on to the next <laughs> done yeah well, actually one of my favorite His penis was shit my favorite moment in any film is Austin Powers have you seen that I think Everybody has seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where he, he's playing a character and he goes, This is my first wife, Oprah. <laughs> it just makes me laugh every time to introduce someone as your first. Your first. Your yeah. first. This is my first husband. <laughs> I do, like, my mum whispered to me the other day because we were talking about finances and, like, um, 
how my husband and I have kind of gone all in, just like we've just had to. It's just been yeah. like, we're manning the fort. It doesn't matter, it's children, money, it's all in. And my mum just sort of went over to me and whispered, she goes, I'd keep a little back just in case. <gasps> oh! <laughs> I was like, okay. A, a friend of mine, I was talking to her the other day and she said, um, she was talking about a flat she has, I think in Clapham or somewhere. And she said, it's my, um, it's my just in case flat. And I was like, what? She's like, well, just in case my marriage doesn't work out. It's like, what? what? Is, there, is there something, like, there are there problems? She said, no, we're fine. But it's just my plan if things don't go well. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay, well, that would make me really nervous as her spouse. But, <laughs> yeah. but hey, it works for her. When you do your food videos, do you eat those after? Or do you like kind of check them? I mean, food video is a very loose term for what <laughs> okay, we do. Okay, I'm really asking about your cake videos. Do you then just sit down and, and like, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. We really? keep it in the kitchen, yeah. And you just slowly eat, make your way through it? Yeah, yeah. Always. So do you ever bake, like yeah. from scratch? I, I did. It started when I wanted to set up my own uh, cupcake business. What? Yeah, yeah, I went through a phase. <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that at at all. I, I mean, I, I literally <laughs> was about to become, because in Holland, they hadn't discovered the cupcake when I lived there. Ah. And so I was like, how are they so behind on this? And I thought, I'm going to, I'm going to set up the cupcake. And I, I set up a whole like, what was it called? Baking, uh, well, it was run alongside my dog walking business, which was called Dog Tired. Uh, okay. And uh, no, no, what did I, I called it doggy style in the end. So, so I, my whole always, business. You've always had a sex theme. Always. So <laughs> okay. my business was a dog walking business with a cupcake business. And I did it for three months, but it made no money. So what was your cupcake business called? Uh, it doggy was style. It was under doggy style because I was going to see if it was successful. And yeah. I went down to the local market, Nordermarkt, uh, every Sunday and sold cupcakes. Um, and it was great, but it just wasn't a business that turned over very much yeah. money. And um, we so didn't... Tell me about your cupcakes, though. They were pretty good. I'm really shocked. Like, what were your flavors? And what was? I'll have to find a photo of you. Like, I have friends who still talk about them. Like, we'll put a I picture could... in the blog post of like <laughs> Mother Pucka's doggy style cupcakes. <laughs> no one, uh, <laughs> no one, and I. <laughs> and I think when you've tasted such success, yes, um, you want to go against that. Yes. So I went from having made. <laughs> The perfect cupcakes. Like, yes. I, honestly, I have friends who still are like, please, just make them. Do like, you ever make them anymore? I don't know. It feels like a part of me I, I've left behind, okay. uh, in all honesty. Okay. I'm going to try and find some photos for you. Um, so did you come up with the recipe for the cupcakes? Yeah, I so played you're a baker. around. I, that's where it all started, really. You, are was, a, you were a professional baker. Before Mother Pucker, I was going to be, uh, I was going to bring cupcakes to Holland. That was my business plan. Um, and I had a little, um, like, bakery area of a big bakery that I worked at with my friends. Oh, my and, gosh. Um, it, was, it was amazing, but it just was so much work for so little back, basically. Um, and Just financially, it was hard to... Financially, it just didn't it didn't work out basically. Um, so you know, I ended up um, like I say, closing the business, and I was a terrible dog walker. I mean, that was that was I. 
Yeah, I mean, that was awful. Because you see these people with 20 dogs. Yeah. Like, it just looks super stressful to it, me. Yeah, it was a stressful, stressful season. And I had a dog called Douglas, a beagle, uh-huh. who um, we got from a rescue home. And he would eat everything. And I remember walking through the red light district with all these dogs. Um, <laughs> go, <laughs> all these dogs, like, doing my work. And uh, he, it was after Gay Pride. And Douglas just went for something. And there was just a point which is where I closed the business in my mind. I mentally shut down where I was wrestling a condom from Douglas's jaws, <laughs> holding on to like 15 other dogs, oh, no. just like, Douglas, no. <laughs> and I'm like, and he's just that like- That would have killed him. It's like, basically it, a deflated balloon. The whole thing was just horrific. Yeah. Uh, and so like, I, get, I came home that night uh, and Matt had been while well, he was working as an editor out there. And I came home that night and I just was like, I had to wrestle a condom, a used condom from Douglas's oh, jaws. Uh, and I, 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 can't, no. I can't do it. And he was just like, okay, like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I think I want to write. I want to write. And that was really where. Really? But I wanted my own business. Yeah. So I. That was always clear. So cupcakes were. So at the it. point of the dog condom incident, yes. you were also baking. Yeah, that was. Dog walking was keeping the finances coming in, and then um, uh, the baking business was meant to be the thing that took off. Yeah, and it it just and this is what I always say in terms of like the failure along the way. I mm-hmm. had three or four businesses that didn't just they weren't just kernels of ideas. Yeah, I literally I still have my doggy style business cards. Yeah. you know, like I've done the same to be honest. You, you just you keep going. You keep going, and you're like, you, okay, you pivot. <laughs> Pivoting is a, <laughs> is a kind word for going. This is fucking shit, <laughs> and it's not working. So not cupcakes necessarily, but do you bake anything? No, because Nowadays. I think I felt like I failed at it. You know, like I think that's because the, financially the business didn't. It didn't work, yeah. and I felt like I failed. So when I started the Great British Fake Off, yeah, it was kind of a reaction to that failure. Mm. And I think a lot of people who failed at things along the way it doesn't, you know, mine's quite fluffy stuff. You know, making cupcakes. People are doing far greater things than that. But, yeah. Um, I think often you find that your failure is the springboard for your success. Yes. And that's the bit that I couldn't see at the time. Yeah. I just thought, I have failed. Yeah. <laughs> Doggy style has failed. <laughs> I failed. <laughs> I failed style. the dogs. I failed oh. the cakes. Um, yeah, and it was a kind of haphazard kind of idea, but I think it gave me a first taste of what it takes to work on your own and do something yeah. yourself. And then when I came to set up Mother Pucker, it was very much like off the back of that, of failure, mm-hmm. of it is okay to fail, which is how we first met, um, was yeah. when you did parent, parent, fail. parent fail. It was kind of that sense of, actually, you know, maybe I'm not alone in yeah. failing. Because and, it's um, not a unique experience to fail. No. And especially as a mum, it's not a unique experience to have to pivot. No. Over and over and over again. Until you figure it out. Well, it's, I think the word pivot's brilliant. Because yeah. it just makes you feel like, just going to pivot 360 yeah. degrees. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's 
it's not a complete turnaround, just pivoting. Pivot. No, yeah. but that's, I honestly, I have to think of it that way because if I think of it as a failure, I'm just You just don't get out like, of bed. No. No, there was a period where you don't get out of bed. And, you know, um, and people think you're doing well. I think that's yeah. the thing when they see certain things. I think certainly now yeah. you see certain things. And I, I often get people like, how did you just make this work? I was like, I didn't. I just, <laughs> by failing, um, yeah. failing and trying something else. And yeah. I think the thing I've learned, and I've done it a lot over the last two years, I've done lots of different projects that haven't worked. Yeah. And you can have an umbrella of something that's kind of what you want to do, but don't fear the things fucking up along the way. Yeah. Um, and it's easy to say, because to be honest, failing costs. Yes. You know, it, it's not as I simple can... as like, try all the different projects. I invested it... so much time and money into my event company. So much. And now when I think about it, I just, I, f- I feel really bad about it. Yeah. But I wouldn't have gotten here where I feel like things are going well. I feel like I'm on the right path. But I wouldn't be here if I hadn't had that massive failure yeah. of my events company. Yeah. And then we've also bonded over failing to produce humans. Yeah. <laughs> failure. Yeah. Your uterus is failing. Your yeah. cupcake business is failing. <laughs> your dog walking. Your slightly sort of sexually... <laughs> Sexual connotations around your dog walking business. I mean, that was never going to do well. But yeah, I think that is that. And again, it's that, um, I think, opening up around that failure, whether it's to do with your uterus or it's to do with what you feel is your mind. um, It just needs rebranding, that word failure, because it's not... That's why I say pivot. Yeah, it's not rock bottom. (laughs) Yeah, because um, you literally have to... I mean, that's the nature of a pivot. You literally have to go, okay, which foot am I going to lean on? Okay, let's go this yeah. way. Let's try this now. And it's- what's driving me to the next thing? So like when I couldn't get out of bed when I'd lost all that money and yeah. my husband was supporting me uh, because of my harebrained idea that I thought bringing cupcakes to the Netherlands was Which the way forward. It could have worked. And I would have need- I think I needed I think I knew it was never a good business model really mm. just in terms of the overheads and everything yeah. in terms of what you'd sell. But um, like when I can get out of bed and there came a point where actually I thought, look, I want kids at some point. I want to be able to provide for those kids. Yeah. You find another reason to keep going. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I know that, I mean, Matt's going to be watching this back <laughs> going like, cause there was a point where he was like, I didn't really know how to talk to you uh, because you were so down about it all. Yeah. And he was like, it's just cupcakes. Go do something, you know? And I'm like, but it wasn't just cupcakes. It was my thing you it know was it was me trying to find my way energy and emotional and energy it and had me talking to um all the market stallholders at Nordermarkt in Amsterdam yeah. it had me out of my bubble it had me going to uh all the markets at like three in the morning to get the best eggs yeah. the best flour you know it, yeah. it had me living a different life it wasn't yeah. just and imagining cupcake <laughs> yeah well you're imagining your future yeah you're imagining an entire life it's not just the cupcakes it's where the cupcakes are going to take you yeah and for that to fall apart no it's not just cupcakes it's the whole future you imagined for yourself and your family yeah and to have that <clears throat> and to do that over and over and over again is yeah. just so difficult so you're holding your phone like you might have a picture I of, of a I cupcake. Don't, I, like, I don't know where they've gone. Like, um, Send it to me and I'll put it on the blog post. But I just, 
Can, can you give me like two examples of some of the flavors? Okay, so I did a whole baby shower for my friend Pippa, and so she uh, she's she's incredible. Pippa Middleton. Uh, Pippa Middleton. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pippa was uh, the woman who. So when I we'd had like three or four miscarriages at um, in over in Amsterdam and um, trying to have May, and. Uh, Pippa, I remember, was the person who managed to help me get through it in a way that I didn't think was possible. And I remember going around to her house and um, sitting on the sofa and she just made me a cup of tea, some biscuits, and um, we were just chatting. And uh, she said, look, I, I want you to be uh, Imogen, her daughter's godmother. Oh. And I'll never forget... Uh, a woman giving another woman a role in a child's life. Yeah. <laughs> it was like I'll never forget it. Yeah. Because I was so I was so broken. Yeah. At and that to have point. someone believe in you. And felt so redundant. Like yeah. my uterus wasn't working. Uh, my business wasn't working. Yeah. Uh, I felt so isolated. And she. She gave me a focus. Yeah. And so when... And she was pregnant at the time with Imogen. And when it came to her baby shower, like, <laughs> that was when actually I was like, fuck it, I might not be making money from this. And I might not... Wow, I've just put chilli in my eye. Just yeah, so I knew you. it would I happen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you were right. I needed to use oh, the fork. <laughs> Oh god! Your flick is still there. Is it okay, yeah, we you're right. good. Jesus Christ! <laughs> okay, no. Always use a glove or something on the chili. Um, and yeah, and I think it was just that moment of another woman, <laughs> yeah, giving me a focus. And yeah. so that baby shower for your goddaughter never baked so immaculately in my life. I went all out. You know, yeah. it was like. Um, I'll show you. I'll send. I'll send you the photos. Yeah, it I'll put it on the blog post. Everything. I put everything into it, and it. She, what she did was just steer me away from what I wasn't doing towards yeah. what I could do. Yeah, and that was friendship. Those you know, are your best it was friends, aren't they? There, yeah, and I and um, yeah, I think giving me a role in a in her daughter's life like was at a point where I didn't think I had a role anywhere. Yeah, um, I'm not taking that out of the equation. I was definitely. <laughs> I was definitely with him. Yeah. He was amazing. But sometimes you need, it often feels like a given that your spouse believes in you and, yeah. and is supportive and all of those things. But to have someone else believe in you and put their trust in you and give you the honor and, of being a godparent or a role in their life or their children's lives or their business's life in some way, it's so different than your spouse or your mom going, Great job. Yeah, great You're job. You're going to do great. Because they're going to say that. Yes, yeah. they're always going to say that. Yeah, exactly. And, but to have someone else say that is is a game changer. Yeah, to, and to have... Um, oh, I think my, I think my, my five-pound five <laughs> stew is stewed. <laughs> now, obviously, I've stewed this for longer than five minutes, but you yes. can really go with what you want. Um, I'm going to give that a smell. Mm, it's reminiscent of a chilli. Is it? Like an American chili, just I mean, probably the kind of tomato base and the beans. It's 
Like I say, it could be anything really. Um, <laughs> so I'm just gonna serve this up. So now this is the this is the essential bit. Okay. Um, so I'm just gonna slop it in. Is that oh wow? Way, is that a good way? Not to do great. It? Is that great? <laughs> she was. You were about to. Uh, I was about to dump do the pot into the bowls. So, and it's you know you can see it's quite a chunky mix. <laughs> This is beautiful. <laughs> I'll do but look little, at those bowls. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll do that. No, it is nice and colorful. So there we go. But you can see we were chatting there for what, 10 minutes or yeah. so? I wasn't even thinking about it. You can't ruin this dish. You can't burn it. Uh, <laughs> this is for all those that fear the kitchen and catering for large numbers, I would say. This is easy. This is, this is your entry level stew. And it honestly doesn't look like it only took five minutes. No, and that's the joy. That's the joy. And that's what um, the corner shop stew does. So then <laughs> okay. what you do, this is the important bit. Okay, let's so see it. Now, this is the garnish. Yeah. So you've got some yogurt. Yogurt, yeah. <laughs> so you can see how beautiful this avocado is. This is a, this is a rash special. Yeah. And I've kind of, and then you just layer the avocado over it. This is really lovely. Like that. You have to, and see, so you need a rash avocado for this. You don't want one of those like rubbery ones from a supermarket. Yeah. Now, would rash like help you choose the avocado? No, he, he lets, He'd me, let you go he lets me, you know, run, run free, really. Yeah. Um, and then, as a good mentor would, just gather them up. So this is the coriander parsley. Coriander, parsley, <laughs> could be any herb. Um, this is really this. beautiful, actually. Actually, I love how you add the actually. <laughs> well, because you've made it sound so rough and ready, but it's a really pretty it, it, meal. It delivers. It's got. It's a lot of bang. You get a lot of bang for your buck. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking if there's any thing I can add on top. Oh, it smells really good. It smells probably because of the avocado and the coriander. It smells like Mexican food. Yeah, it's. Um, mm. I don't think I, I usually like. I sometimes I put some seeds <gasps> on top. Like you digging through your cupboard has reminded me. I want to. Can we just take a quick look in your cupboard? Oh, just while uh, we're here. <laughs> There's not much food in it. There's a lot of condiments. The condiment to food ratio. You've got Marmite, peanut butter. Yeah. Uh, ooh, this is one of my favorite things. It's the best. Nesquik chocolate milk. I used to drink this all the time when I was growing up. Do they do the pink milk here as well? They do, yeah. I love this. I haven't had that for ages. So what I might do... So custard to... powder. What do you do with custard powder? Uh, I tried to make some the other night and it, was, it just went so badly wrong. What, uh, this is what I'm going to put on. I'm going to put some sunflower seeds. Oh, so I like a, You know, another influence. Nothing. <laughs> just put a few over. Byron Bay cookies. And then... Yeah. I know a friend of mine brought those for oh. me. Now... I've overcooked my chapatis, I think. That's the oh, issue. Oh, no. Right, I, I totally overcooked my chapatis. But um, it's no issue. And what you can do with yeah. um, these, which is quite nice, is Ooh. to roll them up. Pretty. And then you just kind of... Anna, this is really pretty. Yeah, it's really... a really lovely meal. Thank you. Because it gives people that immediate 
ability to get stuck in, you know? Yeah. Like it's an invitation. You kind of just put it. And then it's quite like there you go, guys. You just <gasps> shove it out. Oh, um, I'm so hungry. This looks <laughs> delicious. Well, we'll see. I mean, I say you can't go wrong with it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go into the stew first. Give it a little mix so I get those. Yeah. Garnishes. And you kind of, and when you're in this situation, you're kind of a bit more relaxed anyway. Mm. When you've got a bowl or something. That's really good. It's really. I can't quite place where it's from. <laughs> <laughs> no, there. I love the different textures. Lots of different textures, different flavors. It's got a bit of spice in it. Yeah, a little bit of spice. It could have a lot more spice. It oh, could. hence the and chili then, flakes and on there the you table. Go, you know, it's you really your own blank canvas to do with what you want. Such is life, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this is delicious. Well done. Thanks. Oh, it's, a, it's a bit of a curveball, right? <laughs> You can get Anna's recipe for her five-minute, five-pound stew by going to friendswithrecipes.org. And Anna can be found on Instagram as Mother Pucka. You can find this podcast on Instagram as Friends with Recipes. Please share, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast as it makes a real difference and is truly appreciated. A big thanks to Anna for being on the show. You know, I think my visit really impressed her because I overheard her describing me to a friend. She is the grand dame yes. of English cooking. Well, I'm flattered, Anna. You're pretty great yourself. Tune in next week for another episode of Friends with Recipes. See you then. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.